And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life, well, that's another, which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week to help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the one who will be here with you each and every Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness change maker that is also out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can hear me discussing topics such as my favorite thought-provoking quotes, reading and discussing wisdom from empowering books, playing clips from various inspirational spiritual teachers, sharing a bit of mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and essentially digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a consistent basis. Also, I'm thrilled to announce that the Positive Head Podcast has a new sponsor, and it's a bit of a mouthful for me to explain all the juicy details, so if you've already heard this, feel free to skip forward about two minutes to get to today's episode. When I originally launched this podcast, I made a deal with myself that I'd never bring on a sponsor that I wasn't extremely excited about and that I didn't believe wholeheartedly could greatly benefit my audience. Well, fast forward a little over a year later to Burning Man 2016, where I caught the angelic lightworker Sonia Sophia from the World Tapping Circle facilitating a live tapping session for hundreds of people at once, many of whom, including myself, were either crying or laughing with joy from the emotional release the session had helped facilitate for them. At the end, as soon as I heard Sonia mention her incredible new online platform to help bring the powerful tool of tapping to people anywhere around the world, I knew I had to contact her. Now, for those of you who aren't familiar with tapping or EFT, which stands for Emotional Freedom Technique, its praises have been sung by the likes of Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Bruce Lipton, many, many other thought leaders in the consciousness community. Uh, It's an extremely powerful quantum level self-healing tool based on the premise that emotional trauma contributes greatly to disease and illness, and by tapping on key meridians on your body while addressing those traumas, you can release the deeply ingrained energy blockages associated with them. I believe tapping is the perfect physical exercise to go along with the heart and mind work we're consistently doing on this podcast, and it's by far the simplest exercise I've seen to help remove people's energetic blockages. Now, The World Tapping Circle offers a lot of flexibility to join their healing circle, which takes place live every Monday night. I personally recommend signing up for the yearly plan and committing yourself to tapping for the next 12 months. Also, Sonia's team has been gracious enough to offer a huge 35% discount off the yearly plan to Positive Head listeners only. This is exclusively for this show. So if you'd like to sign up and receive the special Positive Head discount and get tapping immediately, simply go to World 
tappingcircle.com forward slash positive head. Hope to see y'all in circle. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back. Here we go again, another episode, and I am pleased as I can be to say I'm not alone today. I have the lovely Erica Middlemiss here back on the show, co-hosting again. Hello, Erica. How are you? Hello there. I'm fabulous. How are you? Oh, very, very good. It's great to have you back. Yes, I got thank some. You. Uh, I received some really good feedback last time. Some people were uh, loving and appreciating the Miss Miss Wisdom. And um, yeah, so <laughs> and I, I love figured... and appreciate them. I am so grateful for that feedback. It, um, you know, like you say, it feeds you, right? And it totally yeah. fed me and goosebumps and, and tears and all sorts of things. So thank you guys for that feedback. Yeah, it's like all you need is a little encouragement with with people like us and we will talk about this stuff until your ears bleed. <laughs> so let's see, what directions are we going to go today? I love having um, co-host on because it allows me to give you a little bit of uh, creative control and take the wheel a little bit. And with Erica, there is no shortage of ideas and things to talk about. So uh, you have some good ones, actually. We're going to... Re- we're- we're going to have a couple episodes uh, that sort of play into each other. And uh, before we dive into that, I will uh, go and speaking of loving positive feedback, I will uh, head over to iTunes and read this review. Um, for those of you who know, who aren't new to the show, you know how much I love getting these reviews on iTunes. It helps us to reach new listeners. We've, we've, uh, and thanks to Erica pointing it out, I wasn't even looking, paying attention to the podcast charts we've reached uh we peaked at number three and under the spiritual category on itunes this week so that was that's just such a huge accomplishment it's so it's it's due in large part to you guys tuning in and sharing with your friends and family so please keep doing that helping us to spread the positivity um it's yeah it's i've got to pinch myself this is such a wonderful beautiful experience to share with you all and um Here's a review by Jaws55. Jaws55 said, love, love, love. Brandon, I am sending you a huge dose of love and appreciation for all of the time and effort you're putting into this podcast. I've been listening now for five months and have saved numerous podcasts to listen to over again. This podcast opens me to new ideas, teaches, uplifts, reminds me how to live my best life. I am so grateful. Well, Jaws 55, I am so grateful for you taking the time to, uh, yeah, complete the circle of love, as I like to put it, Erica. You know, that's exactly what it feels like. It's coming back in my direction. And uh, so that just pretty much fueled me for another 18 episodes at least. (laughs) (laughs) Gratitude all around. So someone's got to review within 18 episodes or there's going to be problems. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm sure we won't have a problem there. (laughs) I hope not. I hope not. So, what are we going to talk about today? You have, um, you had a idea. Well, actually, now Erica has been helping me to organize and manage some of my interviews and things like that too. She is an angel, and uh, you uh, queued up a couple questions uh, or one question for this episode from someone. Uh, who, who is the question from? Katie. From Katie. From Katie. Okay. Yeah. What is the question from Katie? The question from Katie is, she says, I was wondering if on the show you would go into a discussion about dreaming. I know you and other guests have touched upon the subject before, 
but I'm very curious as to what your opinions are on the concept in a deeper level. For instance, do we travel to other dimensions while we sleep? Do we come into contact with other versions of ourselves and people in our lives as if in alternate realities? Do we leave our physical bodies, return to home base, and recharge ourselves in the spiritual plane, only to come back through a filter, aka dream, to determine which version of ourselves we return to for our waking life? I know what astral projecting is, but I'm not referring to anything like that. I have my own thoughts about sleeping and dreaming. And while many will think that dreaming is just a projection of daily images and the subconscious mind, I have a feeling that it goes much deeper and much more beyond that. Anyway, I would love to hear more about what you and other listeners and guests on your show have to say about the concept of dreaming. Ah, well... I think we have an opinion on this, and we've actually, speaking of uh, listeners and guests, we've talked about dreaming a few times over the last you know year and a half that the Positive Head podcast has existed in this dream that is uh, the third <laughs> dimension. And uh, one of the uh, episodes that comes to mind is early on, my friend Jonah Haas, who um, actually is the founder, one of the founders of Lucidity Festival. So obviously lucid dreaming, we talked quite a bit about that subject. And I think there's another one in there somewhere. And and guys, one of the things that I'll say that we need to do on the positive head side is put a uh, search function. There's a lot that we're planning to do. It's just getting to it, right? And um, so in the meantime, you can always go to Google and like search keywords with positive head podcast and like pull up episodes that, you know, use Google essentially as a search for our site right now. Because, uh, yeah, I know if you go back to the Jonah Haas episode, you'll find where we talk about lucid dreaming. And, um, yeah, I know, Erica, you have uh, quite a few quotes that you queued up here to sort of kick things off as you and I uh, wrap a little bit about what our thoughts are on this dreaming thing. Yeah, quite a few. I couldn't decide. Yeah, why don't we? Yeah, a lot of times we'll just have one quote, and uh, why don't uh, I'll dream? I'll, I'll dream one. I'll re- I'll read one. <laughs> I'll dream one quote into this uh, episode, and then you can dream one in. Um, this one is by Zun. I don't. I will definitely uh-huh, butcher this. Zungazi. Zun- Zun- <laughs> <laughs> I dreamed I was a butterfly flitting around. How perfect! Here's the butterflies yeah. again. I dreamed I was a butterfly flitting around in the sky. Then I awoke. Now I wonder, am I a man who dreamt of being a butterfly or am I a butterfly dreaming that I am a man? I love that one. Good one. Right? Yeah. Okay, you next. You're up. You're up. What's the next quote? This one is an Edgar Allan Poe quote. All that we see or seem is but a dream within a dream. Ah, that's a good one. Okay, let's keep it going. Harriet Tubman, every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember, you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. Mm-hmm. And one and one more. Last one, Khalil Gibran. Trust in dreams, for in them is hidden the gate to eternity. Is that all? So true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, just so, the gates of eternity. <laughs> yeah, just that's all. Well, so there's, you know, one of the things um, that she touched on, of course, is astral projection. That's, you know, one of the things that you'll hear about, you know, uh, oftentimes that we travel to other dimensions during our sleep. And um, I know um, Dolores Cannon talks about that uh, in a clip that you and I were listening to where, you know, 
uh, saying we're we're going in, and actually in a forthcoming interview episode um, uh, with Jessica Reed, who's a clairvoyant medium, she talks about that uh, with me as well. How she has, uh, you know, uh, she basically recounts and remembers like those experiences, helping people to transition who are dying, helping people who are who are in trouble, uh, school, going to like sort of like a schooling. Well, one one person that talks about this uh, on the show as well is Jason Quitt, who wrote Forbidden Knowledge, uh, and it's all about his experience on the astral plane and going to schooling in ancient Egypt, and really fascinating episode. Um, so, although um, Katie was saying she wasn't as interested in that piece of it, uh, rather the different types of, you know, I guess, uh, right, I don't know, less astrally dreams <laughs> so what do we got uh erica you, you've you know there's a few different kinds you you've got like well you want to tell tell the people yeah. what, what you've well sure i love this topic dreams because i'm a big dreamer and i've been a prophetic dreamer since i was like nine so dreams are huge in my world um and there's different kinds they all feel different so there's this dreams that are symbolic like your higher self trying to give you a message then there's right. prophetic dreams, like the dreams that are telling you what's about to happen. Um, I've had, yeah, I've had one of those that I can think of that was pretty interesting. I've had more than like one. You've had a lot of I those? Could, yeah, one that was really interesting because I didn't believe this okay, one. Okay, sure, it, sure. Yeah, it felt so real. Well, I was dating this guy after college. I thought he was the greatest thing. I had a dream <laughs> that he was smoking crack and oh. sleeping with his ex-wife. Yeah. Oh. And, I was, oh, and I was like, never, huh. never. Sounds like a great guy to me. I mean, yeah, like, <laughs> it's so a I problem. Thought, yeah. Like, no way would he ever do this. But I woke up so mad and I couldn't let it go. Well, it wow. turns out this guy was smoking crack and sleeping with his ex-wife. And I would have never, ever. I was so young and so naive. I would have, I didn't even know anyone who even knew what that was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. So... Yeah, that wow. was like, hello, you're not with the right person. So, How long after the dream did you find it out? About a month. Okay, yeah, I had a dream, okay, one time, so if we're going we're gonna to share a couple of prophetic dream stories. I had a dream once where uh, I had left my car one night, I had went out, uh, this is, I don't know, maybe 10, 10 years ago, I'd went out. Uh, to a bar with friends and had a couple drinks. And so I left my car in downtown Laguna Beach and uh, went home, you know, took a cab at the time. This is pre-Uber. Um, took a cab home. And uh, that night I woke up, um, you know, uh, or I dreamed rather right before I woke up in the morning. It was like a morning time dream that someone had hit my car. And um, then I was telling my business partner who I owned the car with at the time. And he was so like upset that that had happened. Someone had hit it while it was parked down in Laguna. And I woke up from the dream and I'm like, okay, that was an interesting dream. I go down to the car. I, I get a ride down. It had been hit. I call my, my partner and tell him he's upset. You know, it's like, whoa, this just like, and it played out like, the dream happened and then, you know, like 30 minutes later, it's happening in real life. So there was no yeah. like one month lag. So right. it was, it was even more sort of, uh, intense. Yeah. My first one was me. the next day as well, but that was a death dream. So like when you dream that someone's going to die, typically that's like the next day. Oh, really? Wow. Well, for me, anytime that that's happened in, in my life, it's like, it's almost like they don't want you to, um, worry about it for too long. 
Right. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. That's not cause yeah. anxiety, right? <laughs> right. And then, of course, you, you know, the other kind of dreams you have are, are uh, and probably the most common, I would say, would be like symbolic, right? Like a yes, symbolic message. I think that's the most common. Yeah. You know, that's, that's all those weird dreams that were just like, what does that mean? You know, I had a dream that I was falling or uh, driving up a hill or uh, flying, you know, there's so many of those and those are all symbols. Um, And then there's the visitation dreams, which are really nice. I like those, especially if you do have a loved one that passed, they can come back and visit you in your dreams and it feels just like you're hanging out with them in real life. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, they say also, and that's, a, yeah, that's the visitation. So um, they say that when someone visits you in your dream from the, you know, that's, that's past, it's a visitation. And a lot mm-hmm. of times there is a sort of, um, sort of a realness to that experience, I believe. I remember my brother telling me a story sh- shortly after my grandmother passed and him having a very detailed, you know, very vivid dream and her talking about the grandkids and, you're talking as if she was actually passed, which isn't always the case either, right? Sometimes you'll dream and it's like they're really still alive or whatever. Yeah, actually, I was just going to say that the ones that I remember mostly are the ones where I, in the dream, I have this recognition, but you're dead and we're hanging out. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and, and so what was their, did they respond to that statement or observation in the dream? Um, it was just kind of like, don't worry about that. We're hanging out. This is, this is real right now. Right. You know, yeah. Very interesting. Very <laughs> interesting. Yeah. It's, um, and I think that, I mean, so you've got lucid, which we talked about, which, you know, for those of you who I'm probably most of the listeners are at least aware, like I said, we talk about it in that e- episode with the Lucidity Festival founder. And there might even be another lucid uh, dream related episode out there if you search, you know, that we've talked about in the past. But, that's of course becoming aware in the dream that you're dreaming, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and then taking control, you're able to sort of you know do all kinds of you know things that defy physics in this realm, uh, whether it be flying or shooting lasers out of your hands or taking whatever monsters chasing you through the woods and turning them into like a you know uh, a buttercup or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A Reese's peanut butter cup, to be more precise, that you then eat and consume. And uh, <sighs> the lucid ones are cool because you do you can do whatever you want, go wherever, yeah. be wherever, right? Yeah, you know, I've I've always had uh, trouble with that. I haven't been able to become lucid in a dream really that I can think of, and I know so many people do, and I always am somewhat jealous when I hear that people are you know, lucid in their dream. And a lot of people have a lot of regular, you know, lucid dreams. And it's just not, you know, not something I don't have the most, it's not, I don't always remember my dreams. So they seem symbolic a lot, probably the most I've had the prophetic dream, you know, maybe a time or two, um, not too many lucid dreams that I can recall. You know, I, yeah. I've had maybe visitation where it isn't uh, someone who's passed, but Feeling like, uh, for example, one night, uh, and this isn't relatively recently, I was feeling, I was thinking about future children and the concept of future children. And I've always had a, a feeling that I would have a daughter. And then I dreamed that this, it was like, 
a daughter figure like speaking to me and like kissing me on the cheek and saying it's been too long and like it was really sweet and it woke me up actually so i've had those kind of dreams where or a message is being spoken to me or even like uh show topics i've had a few times now where you know you guys know how i love to just sort of let it flow with what comes through what's the question that comes through what's the review what's happening in my own life and just kind of weave it together into and and that's why i think we have so much synchronicity i mean literally i get so many emails about oh my gosh the synchronicity of today's topic you know and i think allowing it to flow like that and so sometimes it's coming from you know i don't know my guides or source or you know my higher self or Yeah. yeah whatever it is and what's so cool and why there's so much synchronicity um, is because our higher self at that level, we are all together there. It's a group mind, right? And so right. we're getting those symbols and, and we all get them because it's our group mind on that level. Right. It's so great. Right. Yeah. They they say when we, um, when we, and I think this might be something that was discussed if I'm not hundred percent, I think we discussed this with, uh, I discussed this with Eben Alexander, um, you know, in his interview where we talked about his near-death experience and how one of the things that happens, and this kind of gets out of the dream state and into the on the other side uh, perspective, but it's really interesting and fascinating to think about. So we're all soul family, soul group, and um, we come together with our soul family, our soul group, when we when we cross back over and we bring whatever lessons that individually we sort of learned and then we contributed them to the to the whole so we like sort of benefit from one another so that's a pretty interesting concept too this is actually reminding me of one of excuse me one of dolores's books and i this i can't remember which one it is but there's when um when you do go to the other side and you're sitting with your counsel and you're planning your soul contracts for your next life and however all the interplay is going to happen even mm-hmm. those people who are still, if they're alive at the time, they will still be there in right. that contract planning, and they look different. They're more hazy. They don't look as like, yeah, yeah, more yeah. solid. Right, right. Yeah. I think we've discussed. I've discussed this before. Yeah, that's supposedly like if someone's in because yeah, it's the eternal now, right? But if someone is sort of in, and that makes my mind melt a little bit because it's like, okay, well, if it's eternally now, you know, but yet some part of them is here which mm-hmm. kind of uh, implies time. I don't know. But uh, I've heard that before too. Like, w- you know, a soul that's incarnated in the physical is somewhat like not fully present on that side, but they are present and they're always present. So from that mat- for that matter, like if your much older grandmother passes, your soul's there waiting for her when she crosses yeah. because it's in eternity now, right? And that's that's enough to make your your mind melt for sure thinking about that right yeah and this also ties into where we go at night when we're sleeping where does our soul travel to well we're doing stuff like this right going over there and we're checking in with our soul family and we're seeing what contracts are being played out what's the next step maybe i mean who knows we're helping people transition going to school how many people have school dreams so many school dreams (laughs) like you're late for school you missed a test you have a test you didn't know about. <laughs> right. And, you know, the other thing, of course, is keeping a dream journal uh, is yeah. supposedly something that I'm uh, not as disciplined as I, I should be with. I have tried it a time or two and then fall off. But keeping a dream journal and then writing it down as soon as you awaken is uh, supposedly, of course, a method to can, to have a more vivid dream life. It's like you're, you're co-creating and participating right in that way. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's one of the biggest things you can do if you actually want to work with your dreams is start writing them down. And just that simple act of having that journal, it's like you're setting that intention before you even go to sleep. And along those lines, actually set the intention. Ask yeah. to remember. Yeah. You know, just ask to remember. Ask for help in remembering, and then you have it there, and you have to do it immediately before you even wake up and write it down. Yeah. And as you keep yeah. doing it, the better it, it gets. Yeah, and, and you know, as um, the original quote, I dreamed I was a butterfly flitting around in the sky, then I awoke. Now I wonder, am I a man who dreamt of being a butterfly or am I a butterfly dreaming that I am a man? And, you know, to answer Katie's question, the ultimate, you know, the concept of dreaming, it's all... It's all sort of like the, the, the nested Russian dolls, right? It's fractals, our reality. So we are, you know, from my perspective, we are God dreaming right now. We're the dreamer and the dreamed rolled into one. This is how God experiences herself, right? And so it's this nested. So when you dream at night, you're dreaming within the dream, which is in a, you know, who knows how deep it goes. It's kind of like, you know, you hear the concept that this, the, uh, physical dimension is a reflection of the spiritual dimension. And what do we see? We just see uh, repeating fractals, right? I mean, our atoms, uh, the particles spinning around the nucleus is the same as the solar system, which is a part of a bigger system, which is a part of a bigger system. Now they've just realized there's 10 times more galaxies than they ever thought there was, you know, a month ago. It's like, it doesn't end, you know? And then of course the concept of the multiverse. So it's just this nested dream reality. So we're in a dream right now now this whole thing is a dream it's just a very vivid lucid dream it's but at the end of the day you're hearing me it's just a it's 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 all you know if you're looking around right now everything you've seen is light projections it's it's a it's a it's a projection it's holographic uh in nature the whole reality so we are in the dream right now talking about dreams and then when we go to sleep at night we have another dream within the dream it's just like yeah, it'll make your <laughs> it'll make your mind melt for sure. I think you've been spying on my dreams, Brennan. I had a dream about fractals this week. Oh, did you? And literally, it was watching that little bud of the fractal go deeper and deeper. Uh-huh. Go deep oh, and turn cool. into that's... itself again and again. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> row, 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 row your boat <laughs> gently down the stream, merrily, 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 merrily. But the beautiful thing about realizing it's all a dream is. And you're the dreamer and dreamed. You're the the base reality from which it projects, right? When you understand that piece, that's the thing that we're always talking about on the show, right? And you have the power to wake up in your dream, to become lucid in this, this layer, this layer of the onion, which is what we call waking reality. But really, how many people are sleepwalking in that reality? They're walking asleep. They don't remember that they come from you know, a spiritual plane, essentially another, another level and that they're the creator of this whole projection of this whole dream. And that's really what the main goal is. Yeah. I, I have trouble becoming lucid when I'm sleeping at night, but I am not having trouble becoming lucid. Uh, or let me rephrase that I've had in the past trouble becoming lucid at night in the future. I'll change that. Right. Um, but in this, in this waking state, I'm very lucid. I am aware that I am literally the source that created this, this whole reality. And it's all me everywhere I go. I'm there waiting for myself. And when you understand and really get that, that's when you start controlling the dream, you become lucid. You can make magic happen. You can do all the things, right? It's the same. It's just all, reflections right this concept of lucid dreaming is the exact same of power that you can have when you're become lucid about 
your, you know, divinity in this waking 3D life. Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, Miss Miss, we're getting down to it for today, but uh, you're going to be back with me on another episode. I am. So so we will go even further, actually. Yes, down further down this rabbit hole. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit uh, more and I guess you guys, I'll leave you waiting to see what what path down the rabbit hole we go on tomorrow's episode. But as always, thank you for tuning in and I love you dreamers very much. Um, and actually, we have a song that we want to leave you with that is appropriate and um, an older but uh, an oldie but goodie. This is the Cranberries and it's called Dreams. <laughs> 